Welcome to the Mindful Surfer podcast with myself, Will Foster, and my co-host, Liam the Charger, Morgan, coming back from uh, heroic adventures and stories to tell. Big waves, mate. What happened? Well, <laughs> they were big for me, but then everything's big. It's all relative, isn't it? Everything's big when you're down at my height. Um, Wee. Um, no, we, it, it was good because the last show um, that we recorded, I hadn't been so I was feeling very miserable and down in the dumps because I'd been working and not surfing. And uh, then seemingly on Sunday, the entire South Coast were on the North Coast surfing what were incredible waves. Incredible. Um, definitely got me a little bit twitchy, but got in, got a few, got out, felt like a hero. You know, if I'd have had a few pints of Stella in the pub later, I'd have been telling people I'd been surfing triple overhead <laughs> barrels. <laughs> we, we've we've yeah. coined this. We want to do a surfing sitcom one day, don't we? We, we want to be um, having these various characters yeah. in there, and one of them is pub surfer. You know, don't give it away, but it, it's like, it's you, you are saying to, you, by, the, by the half a pint, like, oh, that was punchy. Three yeah. pints in, the pub surfer's going, so there I was, oh. quadruple overhead. <laughs> Sharks, ev- sharks everywhere, mate. Sharks everywhere. Do you know what? Do you know what the one that's funny about the pub surfer? The, the, by the way, just a definition for the for the listeners here. Pub surfer is this person we all meet who is who talks a very good surf. Um, you get in the water with them, and ah, okay, not doesn't quite match what they had said. Um, <clears throat> the thing about the pub surfer that, that that really is the true signature is it's how many barrels they've had. That that is the true mark of of a, of a great pub surfer. How many, talk how, how many barrels a proper job? And, and <laughs> <laughs> exactly, got barreled last night, mate. Yes, didn't we all? Didn't we all on proper job? Yeah, but it is. It's that thing where they they like to do that. And and the thing is, is that at the end of the day, we all know that the best thing about say the best best thing about surfing, but one of the best things about surfing is the is the discussion of it after. Um, and so I can completely and utterly understand why someone might get carried away. But it is one of those ones where it, we all like to egg up our stories. We've all and been I think that's the pub all surfer. all right. And we are all human. It's just you see me, some guys who do it a bit more than others. And you can sort of tell when they're saying, telling the stories, it sort of doesn't seem as believable as it might be. But hey, if it makes them happy that you got you know a double overhead barrel in Portugal you know, you pumped inside it for four, five, six seconds, got spat out with the spray in the tube. And, and then on the beach, there were the Swedish netball team waiting for you to, to, to nosh you off and uh, oh rub your shoulders. <laughs> Where have you gone and, with that? And then, and then you walked up the Just, beach and, and Hurley said, Here, here's a million dollar contract. And, you know, if you want to be that guy and, and it makes you happy. Or girl. No judgment. Or girl. No judgment here. Um, if you want to be the pub surfer. And sometimes everybody's a bit like that. You know, exaggeration and hyperbole can make you feel good. And it's part of the kind of telling the tale, you know, it's the tall tales of surfing. Never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Thank you. Wow. Welcome back to the Mindful Surfer podcast. <laughs> it was it was proper surf. Yes, actually proper surf. What the hell is that? It was, um, let's say it in exact terms, uh, it was a few feet overhead occasionally mostly head high, but it was breaking powerfully. A lot of energy in the water yesterday. It was real, real taste of what it's like to, to surf elsewhere. You know, in, in England, mostly it's pretty weak, but we do get our winter ground swells and it can be pretty powerful depending on the, the place it's breaking. And um, yeah, it was kind of gnarly. I, I, 
I was actually on the same beach as you, but we went up separately, and we must have surfed fairly near, near each other. But my first, I, I, I was on the, I was on the beginner to intermediate setting. <laughs> I'd asked, I'd asked the powers that be before I got there. Can you just put it on that setting for me? And they did. There was, did you actually say that? Did you say that? To <laughs> dear God, please, will you? No. Um, yeah, I think you were in the sort of. The, the, there's a few point peaks, aren't there? And 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 as 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 gnarly as my, or as punchy as mine bit was, where I was surfing, I don't think it was as hectic as where I could see most of the major uh, barrels and wipeouts happening. Uh, and it it was kind of it was heavy. It was, but the first it, when we I first got in, I first got in uh, what time about. Eight, I think you said you got in about half eight, nine. Yeah. The first 40 minutes was more workable. I was more turns yeah. and things like that. And then it got to a certain stage in the tie where it was kind of dumping and it was throwing. It, it, and I had some cool coverettes. Like a, a friend of mine, he's a great surf, Tom Eagle, uh, pulled into a really cool closeout tube uh, backside. He's got a great surfer, Tom. He's one of those blokes or girls that you meet who he's just, he's so gifted, but just does so little with his, you know, by his own admission, with his diet, training, lifestyle, this, that. It's not like he's a wild child and, and eats junk all day. He, he, he eats pretty well. But t- Tom, I've tra- and I've trained him, would tell you the same, that he, he, you know, trains every now and then and does a bit of this and that. But he just, he's that bloke where if he just massively sorted all that out, um, holy smokes, he can surf, seriously surf. Like we, we, yeah, we were surfing all day to get together yesterday. And... Uh, so it was cool to see him pull into that tube. He's got, a, he's got a proper barrel stance, pulled in. I pulled into a barrel in front of my mate who was paddling up the lip and he had his arms in the air and was kind of cheering me on. And it's amazing how, it's probably ego, um, but they call it, my brother's called it Kodak courage. If someone's taking photos of you surfing or filming, like you tend to do more. But if a friend is watching you pull in, yeah, you do, you sort of really do pull in. Because if you're on your own, I think I would still pull in if I was on my own, but I think possibly I'd pull in some more barrels if more friends, you know, our friends are watching and cheering you because it's that whole camaraderie thing. Maybe you feel a bit safer unconsciously, but also there's this ego. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, I've got to be seen to, I've got to, you know, I've got to front up, I've got to. That's why I'm glad I wasn't with you lot. <laughs> there you I was go. with a very kind, gentle, generous soul surfer who is a local up there actually. Um, and we had a great sesh. Um, but it was just a little bit more, but still punchy. Like we were saying, it's, it's good to challenge yourself, to go from uh, not surfing for a while into something that you go, ooh, this is hard work, but fun, but, but challenging, was, was really epic. How were the keels? Because well, you were riding with the we with were about quad that. keels in, in that. I, I went in on a foamy, but with these quad keels in that yep. uh, your buddy Ryan's just kind of uh, offloaded on me. But they're brilliant. They're FCS2 keel fins. Um, and I, I, you know, other people might be able to relate to this. It's the first time I've ever heard my fins really like in the water. It was unreal. Uh, and I was like, is that, hey, is that me? Is that my, are they my fins making that? Kind of <laughs> you know, that kind of, and, and because it was such a kind of steep, critical wave, once you kind of came out, and I, I didn't get manage to get into the barrel. I think I'd, in my head, I was, if I was in the pub, I'd tell people I was absolutely pissed. <laughs> yeah, in the pub you would. But, tell. but um, it, it was the sound as in the, and the sensation of the speed yesterday that really got me. Um, and then, and then also the the ferocity of the hold down. We were talking about this before the show. I've not been held down for a while um, by 
by sort of dumpy, really dumping beach breaks at low tide. But holy moly, it was a good reminder that you better sort of learn to hold your breath a bit. Um, but it's fantastic. What a day. And the sun was shining and it was a real yeah, gift from the surfing universe to say, well, welcome back. Uh, but you've got a lot of work to do. That was the other, that was the other takeout from me. Get, get, you better get some practice in here, buddy. There, there, there are certain days, I think, whenever you get either your local on its, on its best kind of day or, you know, let's say you travel and you're getting different ways. But any time that you get a real novel experience in surfing in terms of what the wave is doing. So let's say you normally surf three foot on shore. Let's say. That's what we normally surf, isn't it? Right. My Puddle Jumper HP uh, by Lost Surfboards just goes insane. And, and it, goes, it goes well where we live up to five feet, really, because um, it, it, we have pretty weak waves. I go up to the north coast, you get more power, you get more shape, more speed. And suddenly the board is in this novel experience and it, it, it gets tested as much as I do, to, to what it can handle and so on in terms of being able to do these things called manoeuvres. When surfing, when you're going really quick on a wave, getting, getting back to the power source means that you can really ride the wave and, and really make the most of it and, and really feel this ebb and flow of fast, slow, fast, slow, as in down the line, down the line, and then, and then speed back to the pocket. And, then the, and as you hit the pocket, you slow down. And it's this kind of amazing sense that you're, you're, you're really riding with this, this beautiful energy. And, and, and doing that yesterday was was pretty tough on my puddle HP, even though it's significantly fewer litres than my original. Um, and so it really got my mind going in directions of, of, of rounded pintails, uh, twin pins, which is this latest revolution that's happening at the moment with, with, with 20s with a, with a rounded pintail that has channels and so on and, and whatever else. But I love that that quest will never end. And I, I, do, <laughs> I do have this thing, certainly with my wife, where I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at a board. And she's like, right. So this is this tone of voice she takes. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, it's this. It's that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to sell that. I'm going to. So I sort of have to move these other. It's, we've talked about this. It's called partner surfboard marketing. It's, mate, we could make millions. If we come up with a, a course that was like six steps to getting the green light on a and not just green light, because you can get the green light. You can just go pay for it. But I'm talking about the real green light. The green light that, that's real is the one where everyone's actually happy, not like, well, what are you doing? But um, that's, that's, it's, I'm on the next board. And it's, for me, there's a board I've seen. It's called a roundup. It's just basically, I'm just, I feel like I'm after something that's got a, a, a rounded tail to deal with my heavy body and the amount of power I'm now trying to put into turns. Because I'm turning better than ever. And I can feel that I am. I'm getting more and more consistently back to the whitewater. But I feel like... There are times now where I'm, I could be holding myself back because if I look at the, the the journey of the last few years for me, I, I certainly delayed my surf progression and therefore joy by about a year or two, unconsciously, just assuming that I'm always going to ride the original puddle jumper. That that is that's a mistake as surfers. And listen, end of the day, obviously we we've, we've got to consider money. Like money's money. Like whatever, you can't just always click your fingers get aboard. But if you can just look at it and go well. Yeah, it'll chip into the savings and so and so on, but it's going to add a massive amount of joy to my life, and therefore progression, and therefore more success. Because if you think about it this way, well, the more joy you're putting into your life, the more that fills the bank account of you, the more that fills the bank account of your life. Because of course, we are merely a representation of and what we do, and what and what we do, and how successful we are of of how things are going on in on the inside. So I think it's a it's a win win investment with these things, but. You can also get it wrong, and I've got I have got it wrong on a bunch of occasions too. But 
boards will never cease. No. It goes on and on. Although you've got to be, beware the tyranny of choice. Yeah. Because if you have op- too many options on what to ride, you may never feel satisfied with what, what board you're currently on because you're thinking, oh, I should have brought that. And I'm, I'm doing it a little bit now. I took three boards with me to yesterday. And I still was thinking, oh, maybe I should have not. Maybe I should have just taken in the short board or maybe I should have take, try, tried the um, that like performance hyper groveler, the, the loop short. Um, but then I was like, no, you're just in the water. You're floating around on a... Well, and my buddy just said, he just took one board. He was like, I'm just taking that and I'll just get what I get. And, um, and then you're like, okay, good, good. We're, you're in now. We're, 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 we're giving it a go. It's, there's, but you can have a little bit of tyranny of choice, but I totally get where Do you're coming agree. from because I was starting to feel that yesterday towards the end and it sort of creeps into, no, it doesn't, it, it's part of the overall enjoyment, if you like, is assessing what you're doing and how you're doing it and what you're riding. But there was, bits of me that in my beloved foamy i was thinking mm, this is really good it's good with these fins but it now feels a bit big and a bit over foamed and a bit sort of perhaps i should have brought something or rather i could have brought something else in to try the things i want to try uh, having said that my trying yesterday was i'm just paddling and taking off and seeing what happens so almost everything after that was irrelevant in a way it was more have i got the bottle to drop into this this kind of wave um, and some yes, and others definitely not. Uh, but the takeout for me was that. And so, as I was saying a few shows ago, you go, okay, okay. If I can isolate, this is just purely from performance rather than feeling. The bit that I'm just going to work on in this session, and then you can go away. You know, you're still getting all that vitamin C, uh, nice ocean benefit. You know, but equally, you say, no. How have I? How my? How have I sort of improved from? the last time I was in this kind of wave conditions. And if you got some small turn of a dial on something, whatever that you've decided to work on, then you've, you've had a great time anyway. Dude, always. And there's, and there's, and there's always learnings. There's yeah. always learning, especially in a mind that's curious. Yeah. And that's the mind that I want to be around. It's the mind that I want to have. It's this mind that yeah. is always looking at, you know, how can I have and feel more joy in each of my moments? Yeah. And how can I feel more connected? Yeah. And how can I feel like I'm progressing? Mm. Even if it's just in little tiny ways. And that, and, and that progression doesn't always have to be physical at all. You know, the mental and spiritual progressions that we make in life and in surf, surfing are just as valid because they're the ones that also lead back to physical progressions anyway. It's all intertwined. Mm. So no matter what's happening in a surf, there's always another little, oh, oh, this, this, this. There are surfs, don't be wrong. I had it. Uh, three, four, five, five weeks ago now, there was during the Christmas period, I had two surfs back to back where it was in the chest to head high range on the North Coast where I surfed, and this is really rare actually. I think a lot of sports people would agree with this. I want, to, I want your thoughts on this, Liam, because this is, this is an insight in, in how we are, all are. I surfed two surfs back to back as well as I could surf. And, 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 I, and, and that's, uh, honest to God, it, and this is why I love surfing, that's that's a that's um two in a hundred or two in fifty. That is how rare I feel like I surf the wave, like wh- where I wanted to be up on it, of what angle I wanted to release the tail, and where I wanted to come back to the foam, and how I wanted to go into my next maneuver, and how I wanted to take off, and how I wanted to feel and paddle and everything. It, and it was just two, and it and it's that thing where I go. Then I try and chase that over and over because of course it's just it's happened spontaneously, and it'll happen when it happens, but. So much of why we keep going back is because 
those moments can happen, do happen. Um, but that's how rare. It, but then you know, the challenge of it of of, of getting to that incredible level of joy because you're so connected is is so much of what draws us back. Because if it was easy peasy and it was always like that, I remember, especially on that after that second when I walked out the sea, I was walking back and I was like, whoa, I, the feeling I'm getting now is is really weird because I, I feel like normally I'm like, oh, maybe a bit of this and I could work on that and that's cool. And then, it, but I walked out kind of going, whoa, what do I what am I looking to do now? And it was like, it, in the thought that came in my head, it was like, well, it's airs. It's got to be airs. And then I was like, yeah, but I don't really like that. I'm not drawn to that. And I was like, this is kind of weird. And then, of course, then time goes on and then it becomes evident again, like what my authentic journey is, which is like, how well can I turn? Barrel ride, how much flow can I get? And how much speed back to the pocket can I get? And all these things. For other people, it would be like, well, automatically, oh, come on, start, start doing airs. I'm like, nah, I'm not, I've never been drawn to that and whatever. No, you got you got to do what's true. We go back to that. Polonius quote from Hamlet um, to thine own self be true and you know instinctively sometimes deep down what it is you is, is kind of where your challenges are and what you want to, and that doesn't rule out in future that you go oh, I'll have a go at that but it means that at the time you if you can dial into what it is you're trying to sort of feel good about then then you sort of instinctively know what you're chasing uh, that said and yeah to, to your point about kind of you you can have days when you surf as well as you feel you can surf and you just think i've you know i've that's the best and the greatest performance that i've ever for myself not for anybody else watching no 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 that i've that i've i've done or i've achieved but the lesson and the parallel again back to life is that well of course but that doesn't mean the next one's going to be the same so and and that doesn't mean you can't work you you, you don't or, or that doesn't mean that all the work has to stop or can stop now. You you, you don't you won't find that uh, portal again until you've put a little bit more effort in or until you've kind of had some times that aren't as good. Because it's in those moments where you suck at something while you're trying to do another thing or maybe as you get, and I'm talking to myself as I often do on this show, a bit lazy or you don't put the practice in and you're honest with yourself and say I haven't done as much work on myself or as much practice on that particular board or on that particular maneuver than I had done previously when I achieved that thing and so it, it's it's sometimes good to go backwards from the pinnacle to remind yourself that the, the work's never finished there's no finish and I've been in that that's kind of been the last few weeks for me is what you know you don't just become this completed art you don't got to a level and you think okay I'll stay there because if you do that, you go backwards. So, you, you know, the work that, that I was putting in and that you and I were putting in on fitness and food and function, um, yeah, I mean, it hasn't, it's better than it was ever, but it's not been as good as I've had it. And so, therefore, it stands to reason that so my surf hasn't progressed as much. I haven't had the practice. I haven't put the, some of the, the, the hard yards in to deserve the progress. So, it's back to the back to the sort of uh, uh, discipline and the clarity of focus on doing the things that you need to do in order to sort of access the gains. It's uh, so cool, dude. Because I, I remember when you first moved back down and, you know, by your own admittance, you said, you know, your fitness wasn't where you wanted it to be. And then it kept progressing, kept progressing. And look what it, look where it is today. And what's wonderful now is that when it goes back the other way, even just a little, that you're, bang, you're on it. You are on it. And there's a great TED talk. Um, and it's about the happiest and healthiest people on the planet. And it talks about why. And it's just really simple. And it's basically, I don't remember the, 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 who's the researcher. It's someone like Daniel something. Daniel Kahneman. He's written a lot of books. Yeah, it is. It, 
and, and basically the premise is <clears throat> a low negativity threshold. That's it. The, the threshold that you'll allow yourself to go down is tiny. Like it's just a smaller one. So where you would be willing now to drop to, let's say give your well-being out at score, let's say out of 10. So that's sleep, that's energy in the day, you know, it's mood, it's sex drive, it's, it's muscle um, contraction as in, you know, how tight your joints feel, you know, it's your body, it's, you know, it's, let's just call it everything in one package of well-being. Those who are healthiest, happiest on the planet work on themselves, obviously, you know, do all these little habits that, 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 that never stop and, you, and it is a journey, but you, you have a number that's your acceptable number that really does lead you to be the, the healthiest, happiest person you can be. And if it goes from a nine to an eight, whoa, stop. And you're straight back. And you and you look back and go, oh, it's that. Like it's obvious. Whereas people who get themselves down into the four, three, two, and so on, or five or wherever might not be acceptable for where you want it to be. It, it can become this thing where, where you don't know how to find the, 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 the wood from the trees. As in, it's a cascade. It's it's when you're unconscious uh, about what you're doing and you're not aware. Well, it's hard to trace back, and that's why it's so so important to go on, on more on on this one habit more than any other. And it's to have a, an awareness practice building in your life all the time of some sort of what can be conventionally known as meditation or mindfulness or yoga or, or just something that can help your mind increase in awareness year by year, day by day, so on and so forth. Because it's that awareness that helps you tune in faster and rather than get caught up in more and more phone and more and more driving and more and more picking people up and more and more of this and more and more of that at the expense of your well-being it's, it's being able to oh hang on i need to stop here take care of me first so that i can make everything else better in my life because our lives really aren't our lives we, we talked about this before eckhart Tolle, never forget this it was so profound you haven't got a life what the f- hell are you Oh well, I, you know, I have. I, it's the I have this. I, wait, you don't have. You don't have. You are just you. It's just you. You don't have a life. But what I was going to say was that your wellness and the level of your wellness and consistency of it will obviously just filter out into the people that are around you and the work that is around you, and so on and so forth. But to say that it's it will affect my life. Well, it, it, you are life. That's that's what he mentioned before that time. I'll never forget him saying that. So. When you're reminded of that, that you are life, you go, you, you stay consistent on that number. You do have a low negativity threshold because it's just this like, oh, wait a sec. I'm not my bank account. I'm not my surfboards. I'm not my injury. I'm not my, I'm not, I'm, oh, hang on. And that, that seed, when you're planting that seed of noticing how you want those things, but you're the witnesser of them, you keep planting that seed over and over. And inevitably, you, you just don't eat the chocolate cake. You eat, you, you eat the salmon. It's just because you know that that chocolate cake is going to yeah. take you further down where you don't want to be. But it's also, if you do, you don't then give up on the... That's, that's, Correct. That's the lesson for me. Is that's that, massive. Dude. Is you well say, said. just because you fall off the wagon doesn't mean you, can get, you can't get back onto it. And actually, the, more, the quicker you realize that, the lower the climb back to where, it's, where good is for you, no. relative. And again, remove all comparison from other people and just do... What, what is making you feel better than the version of you you were one day ago, two days ago, a week, month, year, whatever? Uh, you know, and you factor in aging into that. That's, we're all, that's a conveyor belt we're all on. But it's how do you optimize the feeling of thriving for that period of time? And one of the key factors for, for, for me, and again, this, this should, we talk about this a lot. This is 
always as far from preaching as you want to. This is a this is a talking to ourselves and oh, hoping hell yeah. that everybody hell can, yeah. can get something out of that. A bit like oh, my old buddy Marcus Aurelius I was talking about in the last show. He wrote the things that he wrote for himself, but I pick up the book and think, well, hey, this is I'm going to take some of that away. But it is, you know, he would say the same things. Is is that if you stumble uh, on whatever your path is to improvement, whatever you're trying to improve at, don't let that be the reason to completely stop. So even if you are trying to stop eating your chocolate cake or drinking Cokes or whatever it is that you're, you want to stop picking your nose or whatever you're trying to do better habits, get into good habits, I don't care. Not trimming your pubes. Pubes, yeah. Or trimming, whichever or one you Or trimming, prefer, might be addicted to trimming. Is don't let the fact that you stumble and then eat, stop trimming, trim, whatever you want to put in there, stop you from going again. Mm. Doesn't mean that you've failed and that you have to give up. It means that, all right, we're human. We've stumbled at this hurdle. But the the next day is another day and that's a fresh clean slate and I go again. I think that's so the true. biggest thing that I'm trying to talk to myself about is you fall you fall over, just one fall. Don't lie down forever. So true, dude. And it's, it's that really amazing thing that we do and I can hear it in that little inner voice that I have which is yeah. to, to throw in the towel and go, oh, fuck it and yeah. it's done, done now and it's this black and white and all that and it's just so... So, like you said, dude, so important to know it's one moment that's just passed. The next one is another opportunity to go again. And it's, that is just always there. It's, 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 it's very cheesy, this. Incredibly cheesy. In fact, so cheesy, it's, it's like cheddar cheese rubbed on brie, rubbed on camembert. But it's that the present is a gift. And it's a gift because it's always there yeah. to True. come into. And uh, if we do, then we also realise that we've been holding back from buying surfboards. Now, <laughs> I, al- <laughs> I also, I also bring it back to that for a second. Had this thing where I believe. I want your thoughts on this. I believe the ideal quiver is three. Let's run through it. Three is a magic Just, number. Three is a magic number. And I've liked this three thing. Three, three things. So why I want to sell one in there too? Because I'm selling my original puddle now. Because it's just totally. I'm starting to realise that this HP. It is a groveler. It, for me now, it is. Um, I could take it in waist high waves, for sure. Um, and up. And so it's this thing where it's like a long, it's a long board or foamy, whatever. I would still like a foamy, like a proper mm. just log. Mm. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, what I call a, a groveler or slash performance groveler. And then it's a, it's a, it's a board board. It's mm. a whatever you want it to be when you get in those ways. And for some people, it's the cruisy thing, uh, aka Torren Martin, which is, you know, Longer, slimmer, pointier, twinny, mid-lengthy yeah, things, yeah. or for some people, it's it's to try and rip and 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 ride, ride a step up shortboard or whatever it is. But that's that that quiver there. But but I'm like Liam. Paradox of choice, like you said. If I get a fourth in there, ooh, nah, nah, yeah. nah, 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 nah. I, 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 I'm three. Yeah. Just one will get used most, which is my performance groveler. The other two will though have their have their days. What's your take on that? What's your yeah, what I mean, is your quiver now at the moment? It's the same, but I'm I'm I've got my own something in the middle. So, it, it, the 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 I've kind of got this problem at the moment. I think because I default to this foamy, and it's it's a it, I've talked about this a lot, right? Because my 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 surf my surfing is a long way from uh, where where I would even like it to be, but it's been better than it 
it has been. And actually, weirdly, it's sometimes not as good as it has been either, right? C- Kelly Slater meets Shia LaBeouf. That's all I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> With Mason Ho thrown in With there. With Mason. So, so, Mason's pubes. Wild hair. So I'm like, well... I've got three boards like you. I mean, that's my major quiver, as I've said before. I've got uh, Almeric Flyer, the Luke Short Twinny, and this Mick Fanning Foamy. And I think the some sort of lost, either another PJ, which is a uh, more relative size to what I need, probably five eight in this instance, maybe even a little bit smaller on the on the original puddle jumper um, uh, as I get lighter. And then and then it's it's having something that's yeah maybe. Uh, kind of keep the foamy but even downside let the make a little bit again felt quite big it's 510 now and it feels a bit big it's weird isn't it how you kind of go this board now feels bigger than than i remember it feeling when i first got it so for me it's getting sizing right and then it's also back to the uh like the ombi ringing in my ears it's getting a board that uh, forces me to have to improve my rail surfing in the pocket because it really the mick is a cheap board i would say and it prevents me doing some of the things that I need to be kind of feeling and progressing to kind of better, better my surfing for the kind of waves we were on yesterday. Um, and then the others is, yeah, this shortboard perhaps does that at times, but there's something in between. So I, I think three, but I really admire people who will just have one board. I know. And, I And just go, no, I'm, I'm not even going to think. Yeah. I, I've kind of tried to dial this at work. Right? If This is a bit of a with cloak clothing this is an old sort of maybe it's a steve jobs thing and um i think no i'm just gonna have that kind of use simply i wear those kind of black jeans and that black t-shirt with something you know and that kind every time i go and then i'm not worrying about oh super simple what have i got should i put that on should i put and it's the same with boards what about that board what about that but if you just got one and you go right sir i'm surfing i'm out there It, it is super simple i've had it with my PJHP, it's it's been a semi one ball quiver to, for the most part. It can go in a pretty pretty wide range of conditions, and it, and it has been really nice. I just pull out, crack on, and keep playing with the fins because I'm back on fins at the moment. I really do feel that 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 board would would be so good on its day with a quad. I just I just feel like with these wide tails, quads just. But I just have failed so many. I've I've failed three times to make a quad work too loose too weird very temperamental board with fins but when you get the fins right on that board geez it's it's been it's been a life changer of a board but I, I, I totally agree dude the one ball quiver thing is is pretty rad um, and the thing with it is it's, it's worth remembering if, if, if you are uh, someone who loves that minimalist vibe of, of just one board that it can hold you back a little at times maybe but the confidence that you can build with it think about that it's, that's, that's a beautiful thing and you, you obviously start to learn its limitations as you go. And, and, and listen, something's always got to give. It's either going to give on the bottom end or the top end. It's, it's something has to has to give. And when you get a board that's, that's right in the middle there, it might well be that you've got your bottom, you've got your top. So really, it's the kind of wave size as well as wave power. But when, when you just nip onto one, it, it, it is cool. I do admire surfers to do it. I could never do it. I do like mixing it up and, and making sure I've, I feel like I've kind of got the right board. And people like Tom, who you mentioned earlier, he surfs one board pretty much, doesn't he? Does. he? And Rory usually just surfs one board. One board, And one they board, just board. go, oh, that's what I surf. And then they get used to that as their, that's it. That's their kind of steed, yep. if you like. And interestingly, because we've talked about this before with regards to, wish you could try these boards in different, in, in the, on the same wave. And I saw um, Sasha, who we had on the show, right, right, right back at the beginning, oh, yeah. doing a collab with the Bristol Wave. And we, we've mentioned this a few times as a kind of wish list thing, is um, 
where you can hire or try the boards that they have in their boardroom. So you can say, well, I'm going to try this Slater Omni or whatever it is, and then I'm going to try this sort of Sharp Eye, and now I might try a Lost Quiver Killer and all of the boards that they've got. I don't know what they've got, the range. Maybe we need to go and have a look. But um, And he's like, this is Sasha's whole thing, you know. I'm just this kind of um, average surfer surfing this wave all the time, and, I, and this is what the board does, and this is how it performs, and this is my view of it. See what you think. Uh, rather than it being like Noel Salas going... Here's like we always say. Here's San Clemente's best wave. And yeah, this is me surfing it, average Joe. You know? <laughs> uh, so I wouldn't mind doing that, right? So that's the challenge: is to say, did go up without a board and take a couple, like, try different ones that they've got throughout the course of a day. Wouldn't mind having a go. At it w- would be really, really cool. Anyone, if anybody wants to make it happen, the the, the progression you can make in those uh, instances is is vast, and we've mentioned it. You know, bringing on on board last week's show that one of the themes of what we were discussing is accepting help. And the same can be very true of, of, of what to ride yeah. in terms of surfboard yeah. and so on. Uh, and I'd love to have someone just look at me surf and go, right, try this. Like a caddy. Totally. Be really cool. Yeah. One of the, I think it's one of the bigger challenges of, of surfing though. It's, it's such a wild, free, untamed sport that really can't be called a sport therefore. And it, it's just, you, you compare it to like, you know, golf or tennis or all these other sports where it's really like, right, well, you're doing this like that. We can video you. You can, right, try this racket, do that. And the coaching's really like hands on. It's there, it's there. Whereas surf is just, but yeah. that's why we love it. So progressing as a surfer, it, is it slower? I don't know. I, I don't think there's any way of knowing. I mean, I think, actually, I've got a quite a good one at the moment because I've, I've been playing golf now for about seven months, possibly going to my eighth month, six, seven months. And I was playing a few days ago. Um, I went up up the road. I was just playing, and I have got to an almost muscle memory point now after that long. And and mm. if I look back at my surf progression, yikes! Getting to the point of muscle memory, maybe the sixth year of surfing. Fifth, if I'm really honest, I've been surfing now seventeen years, sixteen, seventeen, and I I think I got to proper muscle memory levels when I was fifth year, sixth. And that that actually has been quite a good insight. That shows you. Well, I, I think the sim- simple answer to that is that is because if you condense it to how many times you try that particular thing in that exact condition, even over a six to even a five to ten year period, it's not very often. So that's why wave pools are game changers. So, you know, if you want to practice your pop up, you just get it up. Don't 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 worry about everything that comes afterwards. You you can perfect probably your pop in a in a wave pool. And then you can say, right, I've got that. Now I'm going to move on to sec- section two of my surfing career. Maybe that's how it should be. Yeah. And, and that's it. Whereas, you know, you do something like golf or football or you're kicking a rugby ball over posts or, you, you, you know, even like the boxing, martial arts or whatever people are doing out there. They can do that. They can re- the rep- rep- repetition can be uh, repeated <laughs> over and over and over again without any external factors preventing you from doing it. Totally. But, but if you're surfing only in the ocean, there's so many other factors at play that actually your muscle memory is getting used to. Cold, duck diving, um, paddling. Uh, so it's good on all those things, but in the, in, in the performance bit, people don't get to try that stuff very yeah. often because, and also it, you get into this place where you go, I know what I can do and I'm just going to yeah. do what I can do. And it's very hard to push through the, I'm going to, in, you know, not going to ruin my surf, but I'm not going to surf as I would pre- always surf in this session yep. because I'm only going to try the thing that I'm trying to 
But like I said, yesterday for me was, I'm going to try and catch. First, I was like, I'm just going to catch one of these waves. Yes. Because that's, push, that's pushing me out of my yeah, comfort zone. Yeah, it's good. It, and, then, it, and then by the fourth, I'm like, yeah, okay. It's still yeah, frightening, yeah. but I know what to expect now. Really nice. I like that, Liam. And it's that just that one little thing. What can I take? What can I work on? Just tiny when I go into this surf. And, and, and that, that can help progression big time. Yeah, I didn't keep really you focused on that one thing. There was no real turns for me yesterday because yeah, I was on the McFanning yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I tried two things. Take off and fin ch- different fins yeah. and getting used to the speed. And that, that was, you know, if I put my, you, you know, my, my, if my mind got into me saying, oh, well, you didn't catch 10 waves. Oh, you didn't do a turn very well. Oh, you, well, you've got to quieten that and say, yeah. what did I want to get out of yesterday? Well, I wanted to be in the sea, in the sunshine for the first time in a two weeks or so. And I want to take off on something that previously I might have gone, ah, I'll just go over where it's really small and surf something over there. So that's that. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Really, it's really, really cool to do. And I think with, and you've got this massively, you've mentioned on the show about jujitsu, but I think you, you ask, you know, you know, what are we after in surfing? Um, and it's happiness. Well, what, what is that? And you go, so pleasure is a form, is a part of happiness. Well, how do you get the pleasure? Well, flow experience. Well, why does that give you pleasure? Well, because you remove yourself from thoughts and you get a huge spike in dopamine. And dopamine just feels fucking amazing. And we, it's just like, it's the it's drive. You feel so motivated when you're full of dopamine. And so you kind of look at it and you go, right, well, Yourself having jiu-jitsu, myself having golf, I think that, that there are allies to surfing. Uh, no allies, and I really, I, if you're writing a manual on this, I'd say that's not a good idea. Yeah. I think surfing is a temperamental flower over there in the flower bed, shall we say. And then to the side of the flower bed, you've got this really sturdy tree that you want to plant. And it's got its roots pretty deep in just mm. consistency. Mm. You can go and do it. You can get some flow. Yeah. Because we want flow experience from surfing. But if you can't always surf, or, or, or like we said before, surf progression can be slow. I think having something that's creative or fun or something that just sparks some flow in you. And being a surfer, you're going to obviously be sporty. And it, it, it's looking at those options. Tennis is one. Golf, table tennis, jujitsu, martial arts, or whatever it might be. Here's the bad Mountain news. biking. Here's the bad news, though, for anybody that can't be bothered to put the effort in and I've been this person at times, is you can only access those things if, if you're having to do something difficult before you get there. It has to be difficult. Definitely. And it has to be, unfortunately, and again, I'll say this, it's either and or, often both, physically and emotionally painful at times, but the release from the other side of that pain, whether it's real or metaphorical or whatever, is where the flow comes and the endorphins rush like 100%. crazy. And so that's why when you get out of a surf and it's been particularly challenged, or even if it's been unpleasant, the feeling of not the feeling of having finished that and completed and being in the ocean and out the ocean is why it's so euphoric. So you might have had bad wipeouts, you've been held down, and that, that was definitely true of yesterday. Um, but it makes you feel even better, weirdly, when you get out of the sea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you get... You, 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 maybe you have a you, you have a shitty golf game, and but the next time you go in, you feel better because you've achieved the thing that you were trying to learn, and you suddenly so hit that true. ball more sweetly. Um, you might be able to do a move at jujitsu that you couldn't do before, or you might be able to play a, a different 
chord or a section on a guitar that you're a piano that you couldn't play before and you forget about all the pain that's gone to get yeah, you there so and you true. then just enter that flow state so true pal i i remember last summer uh and i can remember this much more vividly than, than clearly surf progression because that's a fair while ago now although i must have had it but <clears throat> it's this whole thing about what do people think of me and i as being one of the pain points of progression certainly in the beginning stages of of, of a sport particularly obviously surfing we're talking about but for me in, in more recent times golf i last summer was going to this this golf club and i pay my fee and the lady said yeah go on go go ahead and there's a few people behind you this is happening this is happening and go and do your thing and you know i didn't need my handicap handed into her and all these things and i was about to whip out the the, the driver um and i was really checking all around me who, who's watching this there weren't any fortunately but the nerves i i mean it was just quite remarkable and i think that you're in a you're in a good place in life if you've got that kind of problem <laughs> that you've decided to put yourself in a position of mental physical challenge that is not do or die that what a great place to, and i just i remember i hit the first shot and i uh no fucking idea where it went none Hit the second one very much, knew where that went, and it went on the other fairway. It was just awful, but it was on the other fairway. It's like, geez, and I, I swear I see this all the time. The universe has a mysterious way of talking to you. When you're brave, you do something truly brave. I feel like in every instance that's ever happened to hu humans, this is just my own belief, take it or leave it, something cool happens, and I don't know what it is. And I feel like if, if you were going to say, oh, it's God talking to you, or it's the universe saying, look, well done, or it's like, a, it's like a thing, I don't know, I see it all the time in beginner surfers and I see it in beginner golfers, I see it in anyone where they're really having to face fear and I, I, I got um, over to this uh, fairway ball, I got it back onto the green for two, there's a par five, I was like, Jesus Christ, that happened, it's this kind of beginner's luck thing, right, that, you know, we're talking about, I then wandered over to the green, this beautiful golf course and I'm walking down this slope and I'm heading towards the course to, sorry, towards the green to, to, to see my, my shot there. And it was only like six feet from the hole and thinking, Jesus, that's a potential eagle. Then, and I'm not that good a golfer. Jesus, eagles is just, it's absurd. Th then my, um, my first ball, which I didn't know where it had gone, was 10 feet from the hole. I'd landed on the, it's just like freaky. And, and honestly, no joke, I haven't played golf that well since. And that was like in this third week of me playing golf. So I think that for me, it, it, it's that thing where just keep going. And if you find yourself in situations when you're really facing your fears in, in your surf progressions, just know something cool, 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 cool is about to happen. Yeah. And in the same way, once you get to the top, don't think you're going to stay there forever. Nope. So there's, there, therein lies a sort of lovely ebb and flow and fluidity of life, you know, and what goes up must come come down and all that sort of thing and not getting too carried away with the highs and not getting too upset with the the downs you know again there's another one i'd be boring my kids with it so i might as well give it to the listeners as well the marcus aurelius thing where you know the 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 stone thrown in the air gains nothing on the way up and it loses nothing on the way down it just is just and and same with i love that humans that's you know? a good one you don't gain anything you don't lose anything providing you don't feel connected to the rise and you don't feel too connected to the fall but you're bang on dude i mean the, the the idea that if you put work into something whatever work looks like right that is work too physical work uh, reward comes at the other end of that and whether 
that is because of you know the 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 reaction to the energy that it takes to to go through a difficult push or a physical uh, you know challenge or a mental or mind challenge or whatever it might be the rewards do eventually it doesn't feel like it when you're in the shit and it's all going pear-shaped and you know i i've mentioned a few times you know work can be a challenge in all place at times and it has been over the many years that I've, I've i've done these projects that connect to people performance and trying to kind of navigate the ups and downs of the world when it comes to things like business but and here's a big but you know if the more you the effort that puts in even if it's like little small what can i control today steps to get me to the end of the day feeling i've done something that's contributed to a forward motion in whatever you're trying to sort of push forward eventually something gives to make what's supposed to happen for you happen and that can go either way as well by the way and from those moments of pain and you know again inadvertent commas suffering it's not no no i know but i know but from those moments when you get the release from it it will be a lovely release it'll be a kind of something on the other side um but it's how you approach them. What 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 sort of importance you put on them, it, it, and and if you don't wear it too heavily, and you can just sort of ride it and put in the effort required, then you will get some good stuff on the other side. And that's definitely the case when it comes to physical gains and yeah. surfing gains and golfing, whatever it is. Um, you, you, hard work pay does pay off in those instances and practice does. Yeah. Does absolutely keep paddling, guys. Oh, yeah, I need. Keep I flogged. need to keep wiping out. <laughs> It's all part of it. It's yeah. why we do it. <laughs> Somebody would have seen me yesterday go, he doesn't look like he's been practicing very well. And I haven't. That's my point. <laughs> Dude, you should have seen me on one. Yeah. I was pumping down the line at so much speed. And I went to cut back. And I, like I said, I got a pretty wide tail. And yeah. there's all my excuses coming out. But I went to cut back and I just didn't bend enough. I yeah. didn't compress enough. And my tail just flew. And I just, yeah. I just landed square on my back and yeah. started skidding down the face. Yeah, Like, you know, like, you know, the kind of, the one where like, it's like this, like the skimming stone. Yeah. You ever see people wipe out like that? Yeah. And I was sort of back, backwards going down the wall, yeah. spinning round and round. It just would have looked like someone would have gone, sorry, 17, he's been surfing 17 years? <laughs> that's a fucking joke. <laughs> like, you know, but that's why you have to just go, yep, move on. So on what if wave. they do? So what? Are you having a good time? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's all that matters. Guys, great Mate, what, what an intro. We're sat in the sun right now. It is Out, outside divine. broadcast. Outside broadcast in my garden. February. In February again. in England. It's pretty nice, isn't it? Yeah. Although I am, I've still got my woolly new Devon army hat on. You do. Thanks. Thanks for that. And choice. I've got six layers on. <laughs> so it's, we're still in the real world. Hey, hope you're enjoying the show. If you connect with what we do here at The Mindful Surfer, why not share it with your friends? Or go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Because the more ratings we have, the more likely it is Liam and I can come back week after week and keep building this community of mindful surfers. Now, let's get back to the show. But going to segment number two, just a little bit of mindfulness just to engage with the breath and the moment. So take a breath in through your nose. And breathe out. And take a breath in. And breathe out. Let's just do one more breath. Just hold your breath at the top. Really notice the air going in. Hold your breath. 
see what you can see, hear what you can hear. And then breathe out nice and slowly. By virtue of you listening to this show, you are interested, you are curious, and you are motivated to explore your mind, your body, yourself, your surfing in various ways. And in that process, by the way, this is moving on to segment number three, Mind Body Stoke. What I want to mention in Mind Body Stoke this week is this diary I've been keeping. So I think I've mentioned this before, but there was a specific insight I wanted to mention about it. Um, I keep a surf diary now, I have done for two and a half months. And I really, really highly recommend that you do. Um, incredible thing to do. If you if you get to surf, even if you don't get to surf regularly, it's just, it's, it's just such a cool thing to keep. I can look back through the diary and, and, and be like, wow, that surf. Oh, oh, that was hard, that surf. Oh, yeah, that wasn't very good, that surf. So on, so on, so on, so on. couple of things. One, one thing that, I mean, it's just really obvious that every surf is different, completely different, which is really cool. But the thing that really stands out that is just so, I think, so important we remember this is just how many, how much more positive the experiences are than negative if there have been negative experiences. I think what can happen is our minds can have this negativity bias based on, um, you know, maybe it felt like there was loads of paddling, but maybe it was just you were tired that day. And then another surf, like, maybe can feel like, oh, I wasn't turning very well to, uh, well, maybe you're trying new fins and, and so on and so on and so on. And what's what is what we call reframing, reframing things. And so when I look at it, it's like this thing, when I get to, when I get to sit in a calm state, not when I'm all het up from the surf, like, you know, surfing's full of that adrenaline can cloud your judgment. But when I'm, when I'm writing my diary in the evening, I'm able to, to ground the positives of the surf. Even if one of the positives is a negative, as in it was a challenge. Well, okay, well, I learned from it. So it seems to be that it's helped my progression as much as I would have had from strength training, from yoga, from balance training, from surf, you know, surf skating. The, the surf diary has genuinely helped my surf progression. Massively. Because, because it, it, you're focusing on the positives. I did it a lot when I first came down here about, almost like as a gratitude, yep. bit, to, to just see how many times yep. I was surfing. Yeah. So the times that I thought oh, I haven't surfed much, you could go fucking oh, you just surfed like more in yep. the last two weeks than you have in a 12, 24 month period previously. Yep. yep. And um, it's bizarre that you're doing that because I, I was going to talk. I, I'm, I've started doing that this very. I started kind of a little bit on Saturday morning as a sort of diary about you know when I'm going surfing, what I'm doing, and then turn into a little bit of journaling that everybody's that I've never really done in my adult life uh, pro properly. Uh, and I know it's very big, but. Let's not even call it journaling. It's more about points or notes or things just to remind you of what either has happened in the day or what you're ha happy or grateful for. And and and, and the reason is, uh, I forget who said it. I think it, it, it's quite a famous quote about that paper is a, it's like like a really brilliant listener and it's it's very forgiving. It's non-judgmental. So if you put all of your you know findings, thoughts, creative ideas on a page for yourself. It's not giving you its opinion on those things. So they're just quietly balanced. Yeah, you've written them down. And when you go back and reread them, it takes on a different flavor, even than if you'd said to one of your close buddies, hey, blah, 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 here, here I've got this thing. Because they're going to answer, they are listening, even, you know, if it's pr providing they're a listener as well. And, they, you know, you, that's a powerful thing to have that ability to do that. But there is something in you're getting something 
from within yourself out onto a medium that is totally non-judgmental. It's just there. And so that's why it becomes quite a rewarding experience. Plus, it reminds you of things to be thankful for. Totally do. Rather than, you say, having that negativity mm. bias. So you might get out of that surf and go, fuck, I didn't, I didn't do that cutback. And then you look back at that diary or journal or surf calendar thing while you're having a bad day and go, hey, at least I was in the water. What? There was nothing bad about that. So surf. true, dude. So, you might, you know, surfing's mad like that because you, you might have had 10 waves, 15, whatever, but if your last two or three were really kooky and then you feel the feelings that can come from that of negativity, of feeling a bit down on yourself and everything, you can drive home unstoked when the surf was actually a stoking surf and it's therefore so important to have a practice of awareness as we talk about all the time but also like the thing you're doing here dude like journaling and that i'm doing you know writing these things down i think it's just like you said it's that's i love that it's a great thing to remember that it's a great listener it bloody is you get it all down there and you go oh wait a second I think i was being a little bit dramatic oh yeah there i go again like it just <laughs> we just this mind yeah. and ego loves to paint yeah. these kind of silly pictures and make rash decisions and Yes, it does. Put things in black and white. Of course, it's not. It's really good. I mean, you know, it's it's, it's a good way of, and it gets, it is expression, isn't it? You know, be yeah. creative. And mm. we always talk about this: who you're being creative for. Well, for yourself, doesn't matter. Who like like the show? What if no one listens to it? That's not the point. It's do you feel good while you're doing it? Would you feel good while you're writing? Do you feel good while you're painting? Do you feel good while you're trying to play whatever instrument? Do you feel good while you're trying to improve your singing? Do you feel good while you're trying to whatever it is you are pursuing? If you, at the heart of what you do, do it for your own sense of kind of purpose, soul, passion, whatever, then you've, your, your job's done. Doesn't matter. It doesn't tick, matter who's... Tick, tick, who's, And don't get caught up in the, either the praise or the criticism. Mm. Easy to get carried away with praise. What a wave, dude. Whoa, you ripped on that one. Great. It's lovely to hear. But then if you're going to sort of embrace that wholeheartedly then you might equally feel the, oh, that, you kook, you this, you that. Mm -hmm. But if you're just doing it for yourself, regardless of whether you have a great or a terrible surf, then that's, that's, that's where I'm trying to get to, I think. Because I was very much at the beginning of this, taking the highs like, wow, yeah. And the lows would really kick me in the balls. Man. Um, and the less you let the lows in life kick you in the balls, well, the harder your balls become. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of balls, I bet you're looking forward to, to sun soaking yours pretty soon. <laughs> you are well known for it in the uh, in the area. It's obviously quite famous. That's those pesky drones. Carl Baker and his bloody drone. <laughs> um, nice dude. Anything? Second number four. Uh, surf media. Anything? Um, no, I don't think I've been tuned into very much surf media. I've watched the odd bit here and there, you know. Yeah. Um, I did watch a bit of Ombi the other day, um, and that was good. Their sort of skate bowl, you know, trying to really kind of completing the turn. I, 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 I watch that and think if I was so minded, I would build and, and handy enough. I'd build one of those. That is an amazing, it looks because it's, you have no the, choice to gravitate garden. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. We took, discussed this. It, it would be if you could repeat 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 being on a wave yeah over and over and over and over and over and if in a pretty safe situation you get on the way mate, you would it would speed your journey up summertime we'll do it it just would be rad so let's watch the space yeah what about you seen anything good I've, a little bit of ben gravy pops up um 
like like seeing him like seeing him surfing in Canada. That's been really cool. Um, I did see that. It's been it's been yeah. cool to watch. Yeah, a bit of cold water surfing. He was surfing on the left, and it actually was quite cool because he looked. He's coming coming back to his full fitness, so he's been looking a little bit more like an average surfer mm. occasionally. Mm. And um, it's you know everyone gets humbled. Everyone goes through a journey. The guy can obviously shred mm. and get barreled and do amazing mm. things on surfboards. But just watching, I was looking at him going, oh, okay, because I normally see Ben really throw it at that point mm. on the lip and so on, and he sort of didn't. And he he's just he's just a great um, representor of uh, the human surfer journey. You know, he's not presenting it you know, Netflix style via Kelly Slater with some yeah. top production team or whatever. Yeah. Not that Kelly actually is like that, but I'm just saying, for example, you know, he, he's not sort of trying to cover everything, anything up. And that's why I think why people are so drawn to him. Um, yeah. Keeping it dead, dead real and open and honest. And you get to a real insight into how, yeah, how up and down the, the surfing journey is in life in general. So it's kind of cool to see. Yeah. Really, really cool. Exactly. But listen, guys, we're going to round it up. That was Ace. What a pleasure. Great, great. Great to talk to you as always, and um, keep keep tuning in. Lots of there's some, some interesting things coming up in the next, like, like we're saying, in the next uh, few few months. So um, we'll, we'll keep you posted. We will but, keep you posted. Um, We've got some announcements to make soon, yeah. uh, and but, but we'll, we'll, we'll hold on to those just for a moment. We, we will uh, be revealing yeah. some stuff soon. Take it easy. Cheers, guys. Bye. <laughs>